And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the Federal Minister of Agriculture discusses part of World Food Day. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesas.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. There was some good tax news for farmers yesterday from Ottawa but it's still wait and see on other tax reform issues. There will be a reduction in the small business tax rate from the current 10.5% to 10% on January 1st. The tax rate will drop to 9% at the start of 2019. That tax rate will apply to the first $500,000 of income, resulting in an eventual savings of $7,500 per year for farmers. The Trudeau government, after plenty of public outcry from farmers and businesses, has made changes to two parts of its proposed income tax reform. One will see no change to the lifetime capital gains tax exemption, and the other will clarify rules on so-called income sprinkling. Income splitting will only be allowed in cases such as family farms that can prove they are splitting income with family members who meaningfully contribute to the business. Ron Bonnet, the president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture, is approaching the issue with caution. Because it's fairly easy to demonstrate when uh, family members are working on or investing in a farm. And I think that is one of the things that we were looking for, is to get some clear definition around that. Uh, you want to make sure that the definitions are clear and there's a pretty good understanding of uh, how the rules are going to work before you go ahead. I think that's uh, going to likely go to alleviate some of the concern, but uh, I think we'll watch later in the week to see what kind of announcements come down the tube. The federal government is promising three more announcements this week on its tax reform proposals to make the system more fair for the middle class. Bonnet is going to pay close attention to developments on passive investments. I think the concern uh, that we had is that with passive investment, sometimes farmers put that money away and hold it there for a period of time so they've got enough money if the farm next door comes up or if they've got to do upgrading on equipment and stuff. So I think taking a look and seeing how they're going to uh, treat that passive investment I think is, is critical going forward. If you can't put that money away at a preferred tax rate, you're not going to have the same amount of capital to reinvest in your business. The federal government has also promised that family farm transfers won't be affected by the tax changes. Farm groups are awaiting details on how the proposals will be revised. The Canadian Federation of Agriculture is also concerned with plans that would affect the conversion of income into capital gain. Saskatchewan cattle prices were moving up again during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says feeder steer prices averaged an increase of almost $6 per hundred pounds. Yes, it was another good week for Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices last week with prices moving higher in all weight categories. Canfax reported Saskatchewan feeder steer prices increased between $1.37 and $9.55 per hundredweight. The biggest gains were in the lighter weight, 4 to 500 pound feeder steer weight category, and overall feeder steer prices averaged almost $6 per hundredweight higher over the week. The 5 to 600 pound feeder steer price increased $7.63 per hundredweight to average $230.63 per hundredweight over the week. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were also higher in all weight categories. Feeder heifer prices increased between $2.75 and $7.75 per hundredweight. The largest price gains were also in the lightweight 4 to 500 pound feeder heifer weight category. 
What were the key factors to pushing up the prices? You know, prices were higher again, primarily from good local demand, and we did see some stronger basis levels for Saskatchewan prices. And what were marketings? Canfax reported 12,893 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was down a bit from 13,848 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were mixed last week. We saw the price of D1, D2 slaughter cows decline 63 cents to average $88 per hundredweight, while the price of D3 slaughter cows increased 98 cents to average $79.38 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers were stronger last week. Fed steer prices were reported to average $137.54 per hundredweight, and that was up $4.73 from the previous week. Marcin Yerkes' U.S. futures were mixed during the past week. The USDA released a report showing U.S. beef production will rise 5% this year, compared to 3.6% for pork. The NAFTA trade talks are getting down to the nitty-gritty issues. The United States has requested a complete end to Canada's supply management system for dairy, poultry, eggs, and turkey within a decade. The request touches on one of the most politically explosive trade issues in Canada. The request came at the NAFTA talks on Sunday evening, catching some on the Canadian side off guard since they hadn't expected the highly contentious demand to come during the current round. Canada has steadfastly refused to put an end to the supply management system for dairy and poultry, but made some concessions during the recent Canada-European trade deal, with offsetting federal support for the affected industries. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcuson New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit Marcuson.com. The Beef Research Council held a webinar this past week on management recommendations for corn grazing. Cattle producers are looking at grazing whole plant corn as a viable feeding option. Dr. Bart Ladner is a senior research scientist with the Western Beef Development Centre and says corn grazing can be useful. It really is a crop that grows two and a half, three times the biomass that our small grain cereals do on less land. Another attraction may be this is a crop that actually exceeds the nutrient requirements of a beef cow in, in first, second trimester of pregnancy. Some cases in our cold winter months, there may not be a need to add additional energy supplementation. While there are benefits to grazing corn, cattle producers need to be aware of ruminal acidosis, also known as grain overload. Cattle are very selective and they'll pick out the uh, tastier parts of the plant, hence the cob, which has a lot of starch. If cows are allowed to go out there and access and utilize just cobs, there's going to be a ruminacidosis issue. And so we're always trying to say maybe that crop uh, first killing frost would be at that maybe half milk line. Uh, so we get a balance of starch and fiber per acre. And so about 50% starch, 50% fiber. The fibers from the leaf, the stalk, the stover, the tassel, the starch in the, is coming from the, the cob itself. Recent work at the Western Beef Development Centre has looked at ways of reducing the risk for ruminal acidosis. We've done some research looking at three versus nine day uh, with or without a fibre source. And so fibre source, maybe an older hay, lower quality hay, or maybe a straw bale, just will help you know, mitigate that potential for rumen acidosis and buffer that rumen to not have that pH drop and cause those digestive upsets. So some of the research that we've looked at suggests adding a fiber source while these cows are grazing whole plant corn and maybe limiting them to that three to four days. Dr. Lardner provides a few final tips to maintain cow health while corn grazing. The rumen takes time to adapt. 
And so we're suggesting if you're going from grazing pasture to corn, give them about a seven to 10 days for that rumen to adjust to that difference in the ration. And so uh, slowly introduce them to this new crop. Don't give a shock or abrupt change over a 24 hour period. The bottom line is do your homework, talk to lots of ag experts, agronomy folks, producers that have experienced corn grazing before you set out. And again, start small. And, and make sure that you're getting your bang for your buck because it is high input cost, but really our research has shown that you're gonna reduce cow cost per day grazing corn compared to your conventional dry lot systems. And so that's really the attraction. Dr. Bart Lardner is a researcher at the Western Beef Development Center in Saskatoon. All the information can be found on the web at www.beefresearch.ca. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were showing some upward movement in early trading. Canola gained a dollar seventy at four seventy six fifty four. Oats rose two eighty nine at one forty nine sixty seven. Number one red spring wheat increased a dollar fifty seven at two twenty eight twenty two. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty twelve. Feed barley one fifty six sixty five. Flax four hundred fifty dollars and twenty five cents. Yellow peas two seventy two twenty nine. And feed wheat, 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up 2.5 cents at 6.12 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of October 17th. We didn't have a regular sale here in Weyburn last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Pepperette sold from a dollar to a dollar twenty. D1 and D2 cows sold from eighty cents to ninety cents. D3 cows sold from seventy cents to eighty cents. Counter cows sold from forty cents to sixty cents. And good butcher bulls sold from a dollar to a dollar fifteen. We had a pre-sorted calf sale here in Weyburn yesterday, and the market is about twenty-five to thirty cents higher than it was last fall. I feel sorry for the people that have already sold their calves privately without checking the market first. 400 to 450 pounds steers averaged two dollars and sixty cents and sold up to two dollars and seventy nine cents. 450 to 500 pounds steers averaged two dollars and thirty nine cents and sold up to two dollars and seventy five cents. 500 to 550 pounds steers averaged two dollars and thirty seven cents and sold up to two dollars and fifty three cents. 550 to 600 pounds steers averaged two dollars and twenty eight cents and sold up to two dollars and forty two cents. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.23 and sold up to $2.35. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2.19 and sold up to $2.32. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $2.13 and sold up to $2.22. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $2.02 and sold up to $2.15. Heifers are about 25 to 30 cents back from the steers. 
Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500-pound tan steers at $2.53 a pound, a group of 560-pound tan steers at $2.42 a pound, a group of 600-pound tan steers at $2.32 a pound, a group of 650-pound tan steers at $2.32 a pound, a group of 700-pound tan steers at $2.22 a pound, and a group of 775-pound exotic steers at $2.15 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,200 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 133 to 136 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 7,300 heads, selling in a range of 136 to 138 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was down 27 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2529. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.55 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets continue their bullish trend, with daily gains averaging close to $1 U.S. 100 weight in the Midwestern regions. USDA data suggests that the daily production capacity exceeds the large hog supplies that are coming in, which continues to develop greater competition between packers. If wholesale pork prices continue to hold their value, packer bids could rally an additional $7 U.S. 100 weight before some plants' operating margins would move into negative territory. Lean hog futures continue to project a further improvement in hog prices over the next four months, with direct influence on the December and February contracts from the daily cash market. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch Eaves Troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieevestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny, wind southwest 30 gusting to 50. The high today, 21. Few clouds tonight, wind southwest 30 gusting to 50, becoming west 60 gusting to 90 tonight. The low plus 1. Tomorrow, sunny, wind west 50 gusting to 70, diminishing to 30 gusting to 50 late in the afternoon. A high tomorrow, 11, the low plus 3. Thursday, sunny with a high of 20, the low 6. Friday, sunny, the high 15, the low 3. Saturday, sunny, the high 12, the low 2. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 14, the low plus 1. Monday, sunny skies and windy, the high plus 9. Normal high is 10, the normal low minus 4. The sun rose at 724 this morning. It sets at 603 tonight. Round the province, Estevan 20, Saskatoon 17, Swift Current and Weyburn both 20, it's 15 in Yorkton. Partly cloudy in Regina, 19, that's 66 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southwest, 28 gusting to 41. Humidity, 27%, barometer dropping, 100.4. Sunny Moose Jaw, 19, west-southwest at 35. Once again, Regina, sunny, partly cloudy, 19, 66 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.